Great shows, great music. MileHighRadio.com. What are you listening to? Thank you for being a friend. Travel down a road and back again. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. I am Deb Creer, the socialite, and I am passionate about working with professionals to show them how to use social media as a tool to promote themselves and their businesses. And I am so excited today because we have the coolest guest, and luckily, the weather cooperated in Denver, because if we had had bad weather in Denver, we might not have had this guest today because of what she does. So everyone, join me in welcoming Stacy Stegman. Stacy, you might be on mute. No. <laughs> no, no, no. No, I'm here. I wasn't sure if you were talking to me, but yes, I'm here. <laughs> you know, you got to love live radio. So before we get started, <laughs> let me go ahead and, and tell everyone about you. So Stacy Stegman leads the communications and marketing efforts for the nation's fifth and the world's 13th busiest airport, which is, of course, Denver International Airport. She guides the airport's media relations, marketing, social media, creative services, website development, and internal communication resources on a local, regional, national, and international level. So I'm guessing somewhere we have cloned you because that's like a monumental task. <laughs> Stacy joined DIA in December of 2012 after serving for nearly 17 years with the Colorado Department of Transportation, where she became the agency's public relations director in late 2001. Prior to her career at CDOT, Stacy worked in radio promotions and as an on-air talent. She holds a BA in communications from the University of Colorado at Denver. Woohoo, go Buffs! Welcome Stacy. How are you doing today? Oh, good, Deb. Thank you so much for having Perfect. me. Well, you know, you have had such a diverse career that has spanned, you know, many methods of communicating, which is part of the reason why I wanted to have you on. But you've also had some very high-profile positions. Um, but the, the cool thing is things that happen at a very large level also pertain to small business owners. Um, and, and I think that's sometimes where small business owners uh, think that things aren't going to happen is they think, oh, well, you know, there's a big budget, there's this, there's that. And actually, all of the things that you use, whether it's CDOT or DIA or any of those huge companies, also works for small business owners. So that was why I really wanted to have you on today. Oh, absolutely. And I think, you know, for me, yes, you know, when, when something happens in, in the positions I've had, they just seem to be a lot more visible. Right, but right. What, what I have learned certainly should apply to small business. And, and I think we always try to share what we have learned Mm -hmm. um, to help them, because we know that we have, you know, a few more resources than many small businesses have. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and what you have learned really does go across, you know, all the boards. And, and, you know, whether it's, you know, obviously something large that happens at CDOT or at DIA, little things that, that happen to a small business owner are just as important. Um, you know, whether it's a crisis or, you know, just how to post fun things or, you know, all of those various things. And and that's, you know, I think that's very important for people to remember. Oh, absolutely it is. I mean, even just recently, you know, when you think of in my current role, you know, there's a lot of smaller airports out there, some, mm -hmm. you know, that are only general aviation. They don't right. have commercial service, but mm -hmm. they still could have a major incident at any time. And mm -hmm. so the tips and the things that we experience while on a grander scale still, you just never know when something could, mm -hmm. you know, explode at a smaller right. level. Um, and so we really want people to be prepared and understand so that mm -hmm. they don't end up, you know, in a situation that, that seems beyond control. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, and, and we'll definitely talk about crisis management, which unfortunately is, um, you know, something that is, is uh, fairly common with what you've done, both both with CDOT and with DIA, just kind of on the, the scope of, of what they do. But, you know, there's also been a lot of fun things that you've been a part of. And, and that's what we want to talk about, too. And it's been interesting, especially with airports, because now that I'm down here in Atlanta, of course, we're the busiest airport in the world, which just stuns me. I mean, you know, it is <laughs> it is a massive airport. You know, when when you see that there are four runways going at the same time and just the amount of traffic that comes through here, 
that's where, especially having social media, whether it's like you said, an airport the size of, of the ATL or, um, DIA or even, you know, something that is out of, say, Steamboat Springs or, you know, a little airport in, you know, the middle of Iowa. All those things kind of coalesce. And I would think that social media is a great tool to really be able to reach a lot of people in a, in a very immediate way. Oh, it absolutely is. And I think it's only becoming more and more so. You know, I, I, I think, I don't even think we've even begun to realize the potential of social mm-hmm. media in so many businesses today. And, you know, I, I just sat through um, a little seminar, a little session recently, um, talking through San Francisco Airport when they had the Asianic crash that mm-hmm. was that happened this year. And I mean, very, very traumatic experience. But right. they were mm-hmm. talking about how important that was um, when they started having problems with their website. So, you know, mm-hmm. in the past when people really tended to use their web- website as their primary mm-hmm. communication tool, you know, they become overwhelmed. They, mm-hmm. they don't have the capacity for a mm-hmm. major situation. And so people are turning more and more to social media to get their right. messages up. Well, and you can't always update a website as fast as you would like to, you know, whereas <laughs> if you're, you're sending a post out on Twitter or on Facebook, that's immediate, you know, so you can really be saying, you know, here's what is happening right now. Um, mm-hmm. and, and plus that's where people are looking, you know, they're, they're on their, um, their smartphones, which, you know, are going to work in, in all of the airports. Of course, you have to be in the, you know, in the airport, not on the plane, can't use them, you know. <laughs> um, but, you know, it, it is something where that is a way that you can really be keeping people up to date with what's going minute by minute, whether it's good or bad. Yeah. It's true. It's true. And we use it. I, I mean, as we talked, touched on briefly, you know, for crisis communication, mm-hmm. but um, we use it as a customer service tool that we mm-hmm. can see when people are are stranded at a particular area when they're unhappy mm-hmm. with their airline for something, if there's something that we can do, because mm-hmm. there are customers, too, we care when they're there and they're unhappy right. at mm-hmm. our airport. Even if they're just like, where can I get a burger? Where can I mm-hmm. get a smoothie? We can respond back and let them know the right place to go for that cool. for that particular product. Yeah, Nice. So you have someone, you know, and, and I'm assuming you have a fairly large staff, but you have someone who is monitoring social media all the time? You know, we it takes a village. You know, I, <laughs> I made the decision instead of just choosing one. Um, mm-hmm. There's actually right now a, between three and five of us that, that okay. monitor it at any given time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we, we kind of set boundaries on who does what at different right. times and who handles operational messages versus what. But we just figured, you know, this was important enough that we didn't want it to just mm-hmm. be one person. We really wanted to right. invest the time to ensure consistent monitoring. Mm-hmm. Well, and one person, no matter how good they are, can't just sit and stare at their screen um you know and and, you know now granted with a small business (coughs) one person really does work because there's not going to be that continual communication that's going on but with a you know something the size of dia people are posting all the time and and you know the the one poor person does need to take breaks and you know all those various things so i'm sure it really does help to have a variety of people who are looking Oh, it, it absolutely does. And yes, I mean, for a small business, you could get away with um, one person or even a part-time person, probably mm-hmm. depending on the business, looking at it. Um, for us, you know, the, the response has to be much more real time um, if, if we're going to be effective at it. And so that's why we staffed up the way that we did. Mm-hmm. But um, it, it's constant. It's not always easy. But thankfully, we have people that, that don't just think they have an eight to five job and they realize mm-hmm. that. Our job is our lifestyle, right. <laughs> and mm-hmm. we just do it because it's the right thing to do. Well, and with both CDOT and, and DIA, unfortunately, it is 24-7. You know, things happen, and, you know, it's you know, at 2 o'clock in the morning on a Sunday, you know, all those various things. And so it's definitely not a 9-to-5 job. No, 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 it's not. And I'm sure, you know, we miss some here and there mm-hmm. um, and maybe aren't as prompt at some that we'd like, but we're really just kind of trying to do our best and trying to get back to people. You know, thankfully, at the airport, we sort of know when our biggest operational periods right. are. Mm-hmm. We don't have a whole lot of flights going, on, you know, that late at night. Um, so it's it's slower. But, mm-hmm. I mean, during a storm or something more major, then we definitely invest the time to be aware and, and be more active. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and... and- it is something that, you know, is, is such a good communication tool, you know, and, and as you mentioned, maybe it's just somebody who says, hey, you know, 
where's where's a good burger? And they can, you know, they say, okay, we're on concourse A, you know, where's where's a good burger? And, and you can tell them that. Um, but, you know, unfortunately, there's also other things where somebody is saying, hey, we lost our luggage. And we, you know, it, it had our daughter's formula in it and, and all of those various things. So I'm sure it's very comforting when you're able to respond to let people know that, that you're listening. Oh, it is. And, and the feedback we get is great. You know, one of our... Um, one that we had more recently that that one of my team members just was really on top of. I was so proud of her. Um, we had someone that was upset. They were looking forward. You know, Denver is a big town for microbrews, and people mm-hmm. get excited to get their their beer when they mm-hmm. get here. And some some get it right at the airport. <laughs> and so right. um, we had someone that was you know they got off the plane in one of our um, restaurants that has a particularly good microbrew had closed early that day. Oh and no! So, um, I know, and so. They were disappointed when they got off the plane. They were looking forward to that special beer and didn't get it. And with with our company that's there, and mail them a six pack of the beer later on. <laughs> so that oh, they, how cool! They still got to experience a nice little mm-hmm. cure package too. But you know, so we we really try to pay attention to those things. We hate when people are disappointed, and, and love to be able to solve their problems real time. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, you know, one of the things that business owners tell me. Uh, is their biggest fear is that people will complain, you know, and, and what do you do with it? And unfortunately, in the business that you're in, people are going to complain, you know, and, and whether it's that they've been stranded because of snow or they didn't get the beer they wanted or, you know, all of those things. It seems that people do kind of tend to go to social media first just to vent, um, you know, and, and so how do you handle that, especially if somebody is pretty upset, you know, no matter what the reason is? What, what gets hard sometimes at the airport is, you know, it's it's a fine line what, what is the airport's responsibility and what we can do to help right. satisfy mm-hmm. someone versus an airline. And mm-hmm. we know, you know, airlines have their challenges sometimes with customer service as well. People can mm-hmm. get frustrated. And so either, you know, sometimes we'll bring a situation to the attention of an airline if they okay. haven't noticed that someone is unhappy, unhappy and so that they we can put them in touch with them more directly to get their mm-hmm. problem solved. Other times it's... Um, you know, something that, that we can do for them. You know, I know I know they get frustrated when they're stranded sometimes, but if we can um, find out where they are and bring them diapers or formula or bring them mm-hmm. a blanket, um, things like that, little things that we can do, it just makes, makes their whole travel experience that much better. And so we definitely try to pay attention to those types of things. Um, but it is hard, you know, and, and the airport is like a little city when you're dealing with the airlines, you're dealing with, you know, restaurants and mm-hmm. retail. It's... Um, Everybody has their own role, and we just try to really work well together to solve the problems of our customers. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think that's key no matter what size of business you are. You know, all somebody often needs is just to be acknowledged that they were heard. Um, you mm-hmm. know, maybe you can't always solve the problem. You know, whether it's that, you know, it's a small business owner and an order messed up or, you know, it's a restaurant and they got, you know, the food, there was a problem or, you know, all of these various things, all the way up to a big airport, um, you know, that, that's having trouble because of the weather. You know, if somebody says, hey, you know, we're really sorry, we're trying to make it better, Sometimes that completely diffuses what could be a, a bad situation. It's true. It's true. Just getting a response at all because, mm-hmm. you know, too often in this world you feel like you throw your um, your concern, your complaint out there and nobody cares. Nobody mm-hmm. is listening. And um, <clears throat> social media makes, well, if done right, if done correctly, right. you see that people are paying attention and they do listen. Mm-hmm. And maybe they can't always solve the problem. You're right. But um, at least it brings it to their attention. You know, I think for us, you know, we still, we track all of our complaints. We, um, you know, we produce reports and we go through and review them. We're starting mm-hmm. to review them now with our partners like TSA. Oh, and okay. Through, okay. These are the things that we're hearing most of all. What can we do as an airport to fix mm-hmm. these? So maybe we can't fix that particular instance, but maybe we can make it better for everyone down the road. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and, and it really is funny. If somebody feels like they're heard, that makes so much difference. Um, I remember one time I had, you know, the, the local telephone company was scheduled to uh, come do something at my house. And so I posted on Twitter and I said, you know, hey, they told me that they'll be here between 10 and 2. You know, we always love those big windows of time. <laughs> and I, then I said something along the lines of anybody want to bet what time they'll actually be here. And in my tweet, I had used the... Um, ID of the the company, the username of that actual company. 
And so, of mm-hmm. course, other people responded, and it was so funny because it was, you know, okay, it'll be 4 o'clock, it'll be tomorrow, it'll be you know, all those various things. But the company responded and <laughs> and very much surprised me. But, you know, I, I also knew that they had a team of people that was, was uh, watching uh, social media, so I wasn't overly surprised. But they responded, and, and they said, um, if you'll direct message us, then we'll get your phone number and be able to tell you a little bit better about what time somebody will be there. You know, and, mm-hmm. and, of course, the reason they wanted me to direct message was that way I wasn't putting my phone number out there for the world. Um, so I did. And, and I was very honest with them. I said, you know, social media is what I do for a living. And so I'm just kind of doing this as an experiment. And they said, perfectly fine. You know, they, they liked it when things were, were, you know, when when people were doing things like that and they had no problem with it. So then they came back and they said, OK, we show that, you know, the, your, the technician is at this address and, and he should be at your house within 15 minutes. And they missed it by like a minute. I mean, they were really close. <laughs> and so I, of course, post that on Twitter. And I told the technician, I said, just so you know, I'm you know posting all of this on social media. And he was really funny because he said that um, the, the technicians either absolutely loved it. And those were the ones who really did the good jobs or mm-hmm. they absolutely hated it. And those were the people that, you know, kind of always had problems. But it was funny because the telephone company kept telling me, please keep us posted, please keep us posted. And so it really was kind of a fun experiment just to see how fast they responded. But initially, they responded within about 10 minutes. I mean, it, it was very quick. And I was very impressed. Well, that is impressive. Yeah. That it, and, it, and it changes your whole perception on that mm-hmm. particular right. company as well. Yeah. It's wonderful. Mm-hmm. I think... Um, I imagine how hard it is <laughs> oh, yeah. for companies, but it is. It's something that's, I think, necessary today. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the, the same thing goes for a small business. Um, you know, say you're in a restaurant and you get a bad meal and, and you post about it on Facebook or on, um, you know, Twitter, something along those lines. If that restaurant contacts that person and says, hey, you know, we are really sorry that your hamburger wasn't cooked the way you wanted. Please come back and you'll get a free appetizer. Mm-hmm. People are like, yes. wow, you know, they may never go back because, you know, who knows why they were there in the first place. But I've also discovered that if if that complaint isn't addressed, all of a sudden, everybody else who's complaining is going to come out of the woodwork. Mm-hmm. But if they address it and try to make it better, then all these people post and say, oh, we love that restaurant or, you know, whatever it is. And so it's then it's really showing the power of getting all of your followers to help be your biggest advocates. Oh, it's so true. You know, I think what I've noticed, though, too, is some businesses, almost like there's a fear sometimes to be able to um, say, gosh, if we give them an appetizer or we do right. something, then everybody's going to expect that. And, I, and mm-hmm. I think businesses have to get over that because they're not. Most of us are reasonable right. mm-hmm. um, and, and understand that well, nobody expects anything for free. We appreciate mm-hmm. it when somebody tries to, to right a wrong, and mm-hmm. that's the bottom line. Right. You know, and, and I'm having fun. I'm looking on the, the DIA page here on Facebook, and the most recent post was about this young man who wanted to propose to his girlfriend. And so she was flying out to visit. It happened to be, of course, around Valentine's Day. And he mm-hmm. had prearranged with Southwest that he was going to propose to her. And Southwest, bless them, decorated. They had all of this set up. And this is just the coolest post because, um, you know, obviously they gave their permission to post, um, you know, and, and all those things. But, you know, it shows the people clapping. It shows her going, oh, as, you know, as, as he proposes, <laughs> and, which was a really good thing that she said yes. I mean, you know, that's kind of always my biggest fear on one of those things. But, you know, it, it really does show a very cool side of the airport. And, and I just thought this was a, a neat post. Well, the human side, that was, that was exactly it. That was a special post when we get to do something like that. But the human side of the airport, I mean, look at, look at just the, the photo opportunities that we have right. on a daily basis mm-hmm. there. I mean, we see people, you know, military, um, families, you know, greeting mm-hmm. their soldiers coming home. We see, um, you know, I remember one that we posted that, that was a very popular post was a gentleman that was dressed in a, bumblebee outfit that was like be mine kind of mm-hmm. cute sign for his girlfriend <laughs> when she landed I, you know mm-hmm. those posts get so much um, attention and spread and, I mean the photos just themselves are, are just amazing mm-hmm. right. yeah, the people let's admit people do fun things at airports mm-hmm. right. um, so well, it's, it's a great tool for that and and I love this one of the things that you do at, at the airport is 
fan photo Friday where you mm-hmm. have people submit their pictures. I mean, some of these people, I mean, these are professional level type of photos because they're very cool. But, you know, it, it encourages people to interact with the airport in a positive way because, you know, we, we do tend to kind of see the negatives. You know, you missed your flight that, well, that's, you know, probably not the airport's fault, but you're still going to vent about it. Or, you know, the weather was bad or they didn't have your beer or all those things. So I think that's it's a very good lesson for anybody is to encourage people to interact in a positive way. Oh, absolutely. And share their information. I mean, mm-hmm. they... We we know the the photos that people get and the information and the experiences they have are so important to share. We want them to interact with us mm-hmm. so that we can hear about things. It's exciting. Mm-hmm. They have fun experiences, and they, and if we can help share those as well, we absolutely want to. We want people to walk away from De- Denver International Airport knowing that while they were in our care, they had a positive experience. They had fun things happen to them. They mm-hmm. got their needs met. That's all things that we want to hear about. Mm-hmm. Well, and, you know, it, it really is, it's a very cool page. You have a lot of interaction on it. Um, and, and again, it can be, you know, whether it's a small business or something the size of DIA or even bigger, it really is a good example of how to interact with people who, you know, are, are posting fun stuff, maybe not always fun stuff, but it, it is showing some, some very cool things. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, you know, sometimes, too, it's just the fact that, that someone has a question. Maybe they're frustrated because they couldn't find information quickly or they didn't know where to look for us mm-hmm. to be able just to provide that information, right. just to answer questions mm-hmm. and be able to clear up, you know, that confusion or clear up when somebody um, has misinformation mm-hmm. is so helpful. And that just right. goes mild too for customer mm-hmm. service. I mean, we mm-hmm. get, you know, why isn't there a bathroom here? And we can be able to say, actually there is, you know, turn mm-hmm. right, it's right there. And then they're right. like, Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Thanks. Oops. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and, and it, it's fun. I'm looking at, at other posts on the page, and, and, you know, we recently had Denver playing Seattle in the Super Bowl. Oh. It didn't come out the way we wanted. And, and yeah. I love this. You know, you, you had a bet with SeaTac, the Seattle airport, that you had to fly the Seahawks flag. And then, hmm, it appears someone stole that flag. And I just love this <laughs> post because the post says, missing. Have you seen this flag? This flag was recently stolen from its temporary position at Denver International Airport after it was displayed as part of a bet with SeaTac Airport. If you have information about its whereabouts, we don't want to know. And I just (laughs) thought that was the coolest thing. But, you know, again, it could transition to a small business owner. You know, maybe the... the, you know, that the, the little store around the corner had to put up something that, you know, very similar and it disappeared or, you know, all those things. It really is good examples of things that you can do on a small or a large scale. Oh, it is. You know, and by the way, that was one of our most popular um, set of posts regarding mm-hmm. that bet that we've had <laughs> in the history of the airport's Facebook mm-hmm. page, which was sad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah, right. it, I mean, it really the, – the, and people actually thought that that we did something with the flag, and we didn't. It was it was stolen. It was taken uh-huh. down in the overnight hours, and we just kind of laughed about it because we did make a bet. We wanted to keep it up, and we didn't want anyone to think that we mm-hmm. that we weren't honoring our bet. But right, um, right. in the end, you know, <laughs> I don't think people wanted a Seahawks fan hanging in the airport. <laughs> no, no, yeah, but but it does bring up a good point because there were probably some people that posted some comments that weren't exactly nice. Um, how do you handle things when, now, you know, my, my rule of thumb is, especially if somebody uses bad language, I'm sorry, that's mm-hmm. gone. You know, I'm, I don't care how upset they are. You use one of George Carlin's words, you know, then that's, you just don't deserve to have the post. But how do you handle it if somebody posts something inappropriate? Well, I mean, that's it. I mean, yes, if somebody's using bad language, we'll remove those posts, like you mentioned. Um, but if, you know, if somebody's just angry, if they're venting, if they say mm-hmm. some things, I mean, we'll try to address it on the spot. Um, but we won't take them down. You know, we we have nothing to hide. We don't matter. It's okay with us if people are upset and they're getting a little um, angry. But it mm-hmm. is definitely that fine line that we try to monitor the inappropriateness. We don't want anyone attacking anyone else. We want people to have mutual respect. We don't want them, you know, to use foul language, and that's what we try to maintain. I know that we miss some, you know, here and there, but mm-hmm. um, we re- very much try to encourage that. And we'll call people out if they're being, um, you know, rude, saying, please try to be respectful of everyone mm-hmm. on here. Right. You know, and, and the cool thing is 
it's usually other people who do the calling out, you know. And, and again, That's I'm looking true. at this post about the, the stolen flag, and and somebody made a pretty bad quip about the Broncos. Um, now they didn't mm-hmm. use bad language or anything, obviously, because the post is still there. But you know, it was it was just not. It clearly it was a Bronco fan who was upset. And then somebody else immediately responded and said, "It's a joke. Lighten up." Yeah. <laughs> you know, and and I like that when. Other people come to the defense because it's it's just so much better, um, you know, than, than when you have to do it yourself. Oh, it's so true. The self self policing, definitely. Right. Um, yeah, and, and I think you know we one of the things that we tried to balance is we do use a little bit more you know sense of humor um, on the site, and sometimes people don't get that. It's hard sometimes. It doesn't always mm-hmm. translate when you're looking at written words um, right. or typed words, <laughs> and mm-hmm. so so. Thankfully, we always do have someone that gets what we're trying to do, and they usually help, you know, explain mm-hmm. it. I mean, there have been a few things that we photoshopped and put up, and um, people are like, what? That happened? You know, and then others will say, that's photoshopped. Look, you can tell. And so then, mm-hmm. you know, usually it kind of comes around, and the red, the, the light, light bulb goes on, and people mm-hmm. understand. But um, it's been, you know, a line we're still learning all the time mm-hmm. on what right. we really want to do and who we want to be. and constantly evaluating and trying to do that but we do want to be human we want to be authentic we want people to know um you know this isn't this is just this big bureaucratic agency we work we have fun in our mm-hmm. jobs and um we're here to help right now I, this this I, I was also thinking about this as we were talking do you schedule posts and i'll explain why i'm asking that in a second or is this all just kind of live posts that you're, you know, you, you see a great picture or a great response, or do you do do you use some scheduling programs to to schedule some of the things that you do? Well, we um, will very occasionally schedule posts, and that's usually just um, because we've had a lot of content out at a certain time, and we want to schedule one for a particularly late time of day or sometime on the weekend. Mm-hmm. But um, most of the time, they're live, and that's just because. Um, and so, I think there's good and bad to that. One is. You know, we try to keep it fresh and do things as it's happening. Sometimes, though, we probably don't space them out enough, and we kind of maybe overwhelm at a particular time of day and aren't being as thoughtful about it. So, so, um, but the scheduling we found, we really just like to do it. We like to post. We like to see what responses we get right away, and just really try to 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 be more real time and involved mm-hmm. in the site. Right. Well, and you know, there's there's a couple of things. You know, it's it's it is hard to not overwhelm people. But the tricky thing is, most of the time, unless somebody's just sitting there really reading the feed, they're not going to to get too overwhelmed. Um, but the the whole scheduling thing, I always tell people, you have to remember what you have scheduled. Um, you know, especially if you're something like like a DIA or CDOT or you know something that that deals with large amounts of of people. Because unfortunately, as we've said, things happen, you know, bad things happen. And you would hate to have had a scheduled post that was happy, 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 and something bad has happened at at something, you know. So you always Uh, have to be aware of what you've got scheduled. Um, And we've unfortunately seen that with, um, you know, never with DIA, um, but with entities who post things and they just have them scheduled. And then something goes awry in the world, whether it's, you know, a tsunami or, you know, unfortunately a school shooting or, you know, all those bad things. And then their happy, happy post still comes out and it kind of hits a, a sour note with some people. Absolutely. In fact, we saw that exact thing. We did have, um, I mean, they definitely weren't scheduled, but we had some things that we were planning on posting when there was a school shooting in, mm-hmm. um, in Colorado. And we had to really reevaluate and talk right. through the types of posts that, that we wanted for that day. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, you hit on a big thing that people don't always think through, and um, it does backfire. We mm-hmm. see it all the time. Mm-hmm. Well, and there's also kind of that thought process that you have to go with. You know, obviously, if there's something that's happening at the airport, that changes things. But but if it's something else that's happening in the world, you have to weigh. Okay, should we be all gloom and doom? Um, you know, I remember, and especially around the Aurora shootings, a lot of people were saying they just didn't post at all. You know, there mm-hmm. were other people who decided, you know, business as usual. Um, and then other people who posted things that were um, supportive and, you know, and, and it didn't matter if they were in Colorado or, you know, around the world. And I think that's a business decision that businesses really need to think through is, again, they're, they're human. You know, you mentioned that people have to be authentic, but it is kind of thinking about kind of that happy medium. And, you know, and sometimes you won't hit it right, but it doesn't mean you shouldn't try. No, exactly. 
Yeah. But, but what I think you hit on is most important is that just the thought that you think and you consider and kind of weigh the pros and cons mm -hmm. um, is important. So many people don't. They just react and, oh, it's time to get another post up. And you really have to be a little bit more strategic and thoughtful about what mm -hmm. it is that you're posting. Right. Yeah. You know, and, and especially business owners, a lot of times they, they either schedule their posts or at least have in their mind, I'm going to post at 3 p.m. or, you know, something like that. And then they get stressed over something's happened. What should I post? Maybe it is a, you know, I shouldn't post right now or post something different. I think probably the biggest key is just be flexible with, with what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. And you're right. I mean, it, it would be very easy if you do, or if you are scheduling a lot of posts to just kind of forget about what's going out when, because you kind of get into your just day-to-day -day business. And mm -hmm. um, I mean, I know for us, that's one of the reasons we just don't as much too, because we do have a lot of content and it changes all the time. And um, we don't want to, we're, we're trying to be more and more thoughtful about what gets posted, you know, at different times of day so that, mm -hmm. that we're spacing them out so that we're right. um, not just, just doing things that don't make sense. Mm -hmm. Cool. Well, yeah. amazingly, we are already at the bottom of the hour, so we're going to go ahead and, and take our break. And when we come back, I want to talk more about the other platforms that DIA uses um, from social media perspective. You know, we've been talking about Facebook, and, and I know you use some other platforms. And I want to talk about, you know, if, if you have different posts there or, you know, what your philosophy is with those other sites. So I am Deb Creer talking with Stacy Stegman of Denver International Airport, and we will be back in just a moment. Stimulating Talk Radio. MileHighRadio.com. 150 million people suffer from headaches. All you want is for the pounding in your head to stop. Migralex stops the pounding. Migralex was developed by a neurologist and founder of the New York Headache Center. I'm neurologist Dr. Alex Mauskop. After studying and researching the human brain for 25 years, I've developed Migralex, which eliminates pounding headaches. It works for my patients, and I'm so convinced it will work for you. I don't just guarantee it. I put my name on it. Dr. Mauskop's Migralex gets rid of headaches fast without harsh caffeine, sodium, or preservatives. Migralex works unbelievably fast and... And it's gentle on my stomach. Find out how to get your free bottle of Migralex. Call 800-547-6279. Plus, if you're one of the first 100 callers, you'll also receive the Migralex Quick Tips to Headache Relief absolutely free. That's 800-547-6279. Or go to MigralexRelief.com. M-I-G-R-A-L-E-X Relief.com. Or call 800-547-6279. Bullying is becoming a bigger and bigger problem in our schools across the country. Over 3.2 million students are victims of bullying each year. Did you know that one in four teachers see nothing wrong with bullying and will only intervene 4% of the time? Approximately 160,000 teens skip school every day because of bullying. Over 50% of students have personally witnessed some type of bullying at their school. One out of 10 students drop out of school every year because of repeated bullying. Help by raising awareness at your school. Go to dosomething.org. Thank you for being a friend. Travel down a road and back again. Your heart is true. And we are back. I am Deb Creer, and we're talking with Stacy Stegman of Denver International Airport. And before we go on, um, Stacy, I don't know if you're comfortable with people connecting with you personally, but how you know how do people connect with either you and or the airport? Well, you know, so the airport, you can follow us on Twitter. Um, our, our handle is at den airport at Denver Airport on Facebook, Denver International Airport, and I'm on as well, Stacey Segman on both. Cool. So, of course, we'd welcome that, um, me personally or, or through the airport. Great, great. Well, and, you know, as I mentioned, 
I think that what DIA is doing, you know, although it's a very large entity, also really is a good example for small business owners to see how, you know, there's a good mix of fun stuff, uh, you know, informational posts, all those various things. And that's why I encourage everybody to, to follow the airport, um, whether it's Facebook, Twitter, you know, any of the, the various pages. And the cool thing is you can just find the links on uh, flydenver.com. Mm-hmm. There are. And we did, as you mentioned, we did um, got getting into some other platforms. We have um, started to kind of tinker around with Pinterest. I don't know that we've mastered it yet, but we're getting into that <laughs> realm just given that we have um, so many, you know, great things to, to show. And, and it is such a visual airport. Mm-hmm. So um, we, we've started down that path, but have some work to do still. Cool. You know, and I'm looking at the Pinterest page, and, and I want to talk about it because I think, you know, the, one of the misperceptions that so many people have about Pinterest is it's only for recipes and for crafts. And <laughs> Pinterest true. is actually huge. Um, you know, and, and it's the, one of the last stats I heard was the fourth uh, most uh, driver of traffic to websites. So it's always good to have something where you're sending people back to your website but you know you've got these boards here and and it's very cool and again i think it's a good example of what small business owners could do so you've got a board that is just inside denver international airport with lots of pictures um you've got flyers you've got colorado adventures which is of course a very cool thing and it's not directly related to the airport and i think that's one of the things that people kind of need to get over on pinterest is you can have boards there that aren't just about you and or your business. Um, so Colorado Adventures is a great way for people just to see things that, that are, you know, things that they could be doing in Colorado as they're visiting. Oh, absolutely. And we know, you know, the airport does have a role in tourism. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a responsibility to support that in our state. And so, of course, we're going to promote as much about Colorado as we possibly can. Mm-hmm. And then you've got, um, there's there's uh, some new Tokyo flights that are going Art at the airport, which is, of course, very cool because DIA has so much great art there. We won't talk about the blue horse outside the airport, but you know, <laughs> um, but then, you know, you're also building a hotel. Um, and so you've got photos of that, food, beer, and other beverages at the airport. Um, mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, of course, the Denver Bronco page, which now I have to ask because I saw this picture multiple times on Facebook. Did you really change the lights so that the airport was was uh, orange and, and blue, or was that Photoshop? No, <laughs> no, that that was Photoshop. That was one that we kind of learned that little lesson on that it kind of got got ahead of us. Um, we started seeing it on media talking about look what the airport did, and we're like, oh no, no, thanks for that. So we put we clarified that on the photos. Mm-hmm. I mean, we just that was like, uh oh. Um, you know, because we don't want to mislead. We put some right, fun right. stuff up there, but mm-hmm. um, we really try to be careful not to totally mislead. Mm-hmm. Well, and yeah. I think that's something that, that everybody needs to, to remember is you can say, hey, you know, this is this is a picture that we took and we added to or, you know, something. And, and then you made it very cool. Well, and we want to. I mean, I think down the road we're, we're looking at that. Um, we don't have, you know, the lighting in place yet for something like that, but it it was just a cute photo, a way of oh, our yeah. kind of show support for our home team. Mm-hmm. Well, and, yeah. you know, what I love here on this page is you've got all these pictures of people who were dressed up in their various gear. You know, obviously they're flying off to, to the, the Super Bowl, um, you know, all sorts of things. What I really thought was, was funny was, uh, you know, Peyton was known for shouting Omaha, and... Mm-hmm. Um, so the the uh, airlines who flew to Omaha changed it, changed their their status boards to Omaha with the exclamation mark, um, yeah. which you know that was just very funny that they were getting into it too. And and again, I think it's showing that there's a personality to a business entity, and that's what people want to see. You know, it can just be this boring airport, this boring store, this boring whatever, or you can have a little bit of fun with it. Oh, absolutely, yes, and and that's. I mean, isn't that really what social media is? It's mm-hmm. about having fun. I mean, you don't get, you know, it's it's amazing to think of over time that you actually had to sit and talk on the phone with a customer to really mm-hmm. get that that feedback. And now that, that you can, when people can just as simple as like something that you do, and you can kind of t- take their temperature on what, what are the cool things that we're doing, what do they want to see more of. It, mm-hmm. it makes it much easier um, really to be successful and to measure the things right. that you're doing right and things that mm-hmm. you're not. I don't know. You know, when you look at um, also that we've put up there when we were 
you know, our photoshopping sometimes um, is the one that, you know, we play with because people really love to see those pictures, but it's, mm-hmm. it's that fine line between <laughs> not getting too far out there. Uh, we, mm-hmm. on Thanksgiving this year, you know, put a turkey in one of our bins going through the, <laughs> the screening, mm-hmm. um, which was cute, funny, you know, the people that understood it, but then we definitely had some that, some animal, animal rights folks oh, that were like, you put a turkey through there? We're like, no, no, we didn't. No, no it was, was no photoshopped. Well, and, you know, I think you bring up a very good point, though, is, you know, you have to have humor. It won't always go over well, you know, and so you have to think about, you know, I always tell people, use the grandmother rule. If your grandmother would go, oh, then maybe, you know, it wasn't something you should do. But, you know, 100% of the time, 100% of the people aren't going to understand. And, and mm-hmm. But you still have to recognize that and still have the ability to have a little bit of fun. Oh, yeah, exactly. And then we try, you know, the, I mean, other things that we've done that have been um, kind of fun, you know, and we look. I mean, we, we saw that the Sharknado trend was trending mm-hmm. on Twitter. And right. we're like, what, what exactly is this? Mm-hmm. And so... We photoshopped a shark on our runway and said, you know, made some <laughs> some relationship to that. Mm-hmm. Um, but just to be part of it and to be part of what's trending in the world and to ensure, you know, kind of some relevancy, if you will, and that we're mm-hmm. paying attention and that, that we are part of right. current trends and enjoying mm-hmm. and having a good time. Well, and trending is a very good way for businesses to be involved. And, you know, we now have trending on Facebook and then we have trending on Twitter obviously look to see why it's trending you know don't just leap in without you know looking first but it is a good way to really tie things back to your local area i mean what would have been funnier than a shark out on a runway in denver i mean you know that was just a cool way to really tie that in yeah it made sense for us um although you know we got the ones that were like that's not real (laughs) you're right you're right there wasn't (laughs) a shark on the runway Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I know, it, it is a fun way. Yeah, it is a fun Sometimes way. Sometimes you just around. shake your head. It's like, really? I know. <laughs> I know. It was. But it was also timely, though, because the week, um, I think the week before, we did have our tornado that we experienced at mm-hmm. the airport. Um, and so it was, you know, kind of a funny thing for us to, right. to talk about at the time. Mm-hmm. Well, and, you know, in the last couple of days here in Atlanta, we have, have had earthquakes. So we had earthquake and then aftershocks, which is just baffling. I mean, you know, Atlanta, this is just strange down here. And one of the funniest pictures I saw was somebody's patio furniture with one of the chairs tipped over, and it said, don't worry, Atlanta, we will rebuild. I mean, you know, <laughs> how many businesses could have done something very similar to that and, and had a lot of fun with it. Um, you know, it was something nobody was injured. There really wasn't property damage. You know, all those various things. So it was okay to poke fun at it. Oh, that's exactly it. And and I think what you just touched on is knowing the right time to right. poke fun at something is what gets so critical. Because as long as there isn't, as no one's hurt and mm-hmm. people, um, there isn't mass destruction or something like that. And that's exactly the right time that you mm-hmm. can have some fun. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and people still have fun when, you know, and sometimes it is just showing people, okay, there, there is a lighter side. You know, here we had these, these horrible storms here, which, you know, being from Colorado, I did find somewhat amusing that we got, you know, half an inch of snow and things shut down. Now, the problem was, you know, the inch of ice underneath all of that. But, you know, the, the pictures that, that I saw where people had, you know, the abominable snowman, um, you know, and, and, and they were poking fun at it, too. It does kind of remind people that, yeah, it, bad things happen, but if you can, sometimes you need to laugh a little bit about it, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely so. Um, and, you know, and I think the other thing, though, is after things have long passed, you know, after you're sure that um, everyone is in a good place, that, you know, you're not going to alienate anyone. Right. Mm-hmm. It's definitely the right time. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. You know, and, and in the middle of all of those people stuck on the interstates here, that would not have been a good time to have been poking fun. Um, and it, it, and it's funny because when my Colorado friends poked fun, I was annoyed, you know, and, and so it was kind of like, okay, you know, wait a day and then make fun of us, um, you know, and, and uh, so, it, yeah, there's there's definitely a time and a place. Um, for, oh, for and that. you just made a good point, too, is. You know, what, what would work in Colorado when we do make fun of snow removal or, or problems in other states? Yeah, I think that's exactly it. It, it doesn't hit quite to the same note when you're in the midst of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, you know, 
with what you do, both with, with uh, CDOT and then now with DIA, you've always had to have a lot of crisis management planning. How, you know, unfortunately it is something that you have to, to enact fairly often, whether it is that the, the weather is bad and you've got stranded travelers or, you know, all those various things. How does social media play into crisis management for you? Well, there, there's a couple of ways. You know, at the airport, you know, as I mentioned, the tornado that we had last year, mm-hmm. that social media was so um, critical in being able to get the word out of where people should evacuate to or where they should go um, to, to find kind of a safe place from the tornado. I mean, mm-hmm. we, within minutes, had to get everyone into stairwells and tornado right. shelters, and that's not common for us. We don't have a lot of tornadoes in Colorado. Um, but social media was key. I mean, my own team, we all had to leave our desks. We all had mm-hmm. to go and be sheltered as well. So right. it really was our tool that we had mm-hmm. to use at the time. Because mm-hmm. you walked out with your phone. <laughs> yes, that's exactly it. And we also could use it then to track and see what others were saying and make sure that our customers weren't being hurt. They were mm-hmm. in a safe spot. And so it really gave us a good balance um, to do that. You know, it, it's a highway department as well. You know, when you look at just the, the number of rock slides and avalanches and just constant natural disasters, mm-hmm. it's a good way to reach people in real time. I think it's that fine line between, you know, everyone says don't text and drive. And so, mm-hmm. you know, when people are traveling and on the road, it's that fine line between trying to get to someone but not wanting them to pick up their phone mm-hmm. while right, behind right. the wheel. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was kind of tough. But, uh, you know, as I mentioned, just today, you know, we hear... You know, websites can be burdensome to update. They're not mm-hmm. as quick. Um, then, you know, a lot of a lot of places don't have websites that can have the capacity of a major incident when a lot mm-hmm. of people are logging on and their website crashes. Right. So, it, it's the perfect communication tool for all of these these instances, and we use it a lot. Probably more so Twitter in mm-hmm. the case of an emergency, just because we can continue to get word out, but, uh, you know, I have no doubt that if we do, and I'm knocking on wood right now, have a, a major incident, um, that that will be our, our official primary tool for communication. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and, and it is because in a lot of cases, whatever has happened, most people still have their phone. Um, you know, they whether they, you know, they ran out of their house because there was a tornado or they're stranded in their car because of snow or, you know, all those various things. They do have their phone, and so they're able to check in to see what's being posted by the various entities, whether it's, um, you know, I'm, I'm looking right now on the, the DIA Twitter page where you guys retweeted some road closures um, from the Aurora mm-hmm. Police Department. Um, you know, that's, that's where that's very good. Um, and I think, again, that's where it's a good lesson for business owners. You know, we had everything shut down out here for several days, and, and what I was seeing was business owners posting, you know, they weren't saying, hey, here's our special of the day because they were closed. Um, but they were posting things about, you know, here's where to go if you need this type of emergency assistance. Um, because to me, it's all about being that good corporate citizen. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's not about always, always, always promoting yourself. It's it's about having those other things there that really show, again, your personality, things like that. Mm-hmm. And about being part of your community. Mm-hmm. Exactly what you said. Um, you have to be aware of of who you're talking to, of who your community is, and not only um, about the services or the or the products you're selling, but really what can you do to serve them and help them, especially in hard times. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look at you know contests that people can hold and giveaways that people can hold, or fundraising events mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. businesses can hold for different you know issues or problems going on in their community. Right. Well, and you know, it's it's one of those things that I talk to people about when they're saying, "Ugh, what do we post?" I say, you know, create an editorial calendar so that you know, mm-hmm. okay, on Monday I'm going to post this. And I tell them one of the best things you can post is, you know, what's going on in your community, whether it's here's chamber of commerce meetings or here's a fundraiser or, you know, all of those various things. That's that's just a good thing for businesses to be putting out there. Oh, absolutely it is. And you can see, I mean, holidays are, I mean, such an easy right. easy thing to tie to. But, you know, I, I can think of some communities in Colorado. There was one, Manitou Springs in particular, that has mm-hmm. a um, fruitcake toss or oh. something every year mm-hmm. after it. You know, you could 
there's so many things a business can do to sort of tie their messaging mm-hmm. to different different community events, whether it's you know get the right outfit for your fruitcake toss or <laughs> I mean, who knows right. mm-hmm. who knows what that is. Um, but there's so many ways to make your post relevant. Mm-hmm. And it comes back to, as we've said several times, making them personal. Um, you know, we all know that DIA is an entity or, you know, a restaurant is an entity or, you know, a store. But it's people who run them and it's people who go and, and you know, visit those locations. So that's where we really want to connect is people to people. Oh, uh, yes, yeah, that's exactly it. Um, you know, we look at even... You know, we do the whole search for our editorial calendar. We look at, you know, when's chocolate chip cookie day? When, mm-hmm. um, you know, there, there's a day for everything nowadays, too. Right. And mm-hmm. so we really also try to search and see what's paying, what, what are people paying attention to right now and other things mm-hmm. going on so that we can not only promote just the services our airport provides, but partner with the, the businesses. And we have mm-hmm. so many businesses in our airport, and we want to see them be successful right. mm-hmm. um, as well. We're all in it together. Well, and I think that's sometimes where businesses tend to be hesitant is they they don't want to partner with other businesses or they think, well, you know, they followed me or connected with me because I'm an insurance salesman or, you know, I'm I'm a public speaker or, you know, all those various things. No, they they followed you because you're a person, you know, so what can Mm -hmm. you do? And, you know, maybe it is that you're putting out there, hey, here's, you know, I see that it's chocolate chip, national chocolate chip day. Here's grandma's favorite recipe. Um, you mm-hmm. know, and does it have to be grandma's? No, you know, you found it somewhere. But, yeah. um, you know, it, it, it is kind of one of those things that gets people going. Absolutely. And I think that that's what you mentioned. It's not just about selling your own products. It's about it's about connecting mm-hmm. with the people that that you're trying to connect to. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's there's always lots of things. I mean, obviously, right now, one of the big things that you can connect with is the Olympics, you know, and maybe it's, you know, you mentioned like a clothing store. OK, so here's here's the best things to wear when you're sitting on your couch watching the Olympics or, you know, mm-hmm. all those things where it really is something that it doesn't take a lot of thought, but you can tie it in. Um, you know, maybe it's mm-hmm. an insurance company. You know, I mentioned them as, as an example. So you talk about, you know, some special type of insurance that you know a, a skier might have to have, and then you say, "Oh, but here's something that we have just for the regular people." Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's so true. <laughs> yeah, it it just takes some creativity, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Right. I'm not always easy. It's no. not. It can be tough trying to think about it, but once you get in that mindset, I think mm-hmm. you start to notice. The other thing you talked about was sharing, um, sharing things that others mm-hmm. are doing that you think um, makes sense. Maybe it's top 10 lists of different things or Mm -hmm. um, tips on something or, you know, there's so many of those out there. Mm -hmm. Well, and, you know, before I share, I always look at it, Um, you know, whether it's a video or a top 10 list or, you know, an article, just to make sure that somewhere there's not something in there that I would be mortified that I shared. Um, But, you know, especially (laughs) if it's like a top 10 list, I'll pick something out and I'll say, oh, my favorite was number two or I disagree with number five. What do you think? And then that gets people hopefully having conversations with you, which is really ultimately what you're wanting. Mm-hmm. Oh, it is. We've, you know, we've done the same. Um, and I've gotten really great feedback on it, too. I think last year, I think I saw a list of um, different, the, the top 10 amenities that airports are doing. You know, like mm-hmm. some, some are doing a yoga room or some right. are mm-hmm. doing, um, you know, massages or whatever it is. Um, and posted it. And it was interesting to see the feedback of really what mm-hmm. people thought we were missing at our Right. And ah. so that we can factor that in and the types right. of um, shops and services we're going to pursue mm-hmm. in the future. Right. Well, and, you know, it, if one person says, hey, you know, what about having yoga for moms? There's never just one person who's thinking about that. Um, you know, mm-hmm. and, and I think that's where that kind of is, is a cool thing to really start looking at is, okay, maybe it's not, <clears throat> excuse me, yoga for moms, but it's yoga for you know, travelers or, you know, something along those lines and really tying it back into what a lot of people want. Um, I also tell people one of the things that that is good is to keep track of questions that you're being asked. You know, there's never any unique questions. Now, somebody might phrase something a little different, but if one person is curious about something, other people are too. You know, so maybe it's that you've got a list of frequently asked questions that you're always putting on your your social media Mm -hmm. sites. And again, it doesn't matter what the business is. 
you can all tie it all together. Oh, that's exactly, that is a very, very good point that you know. But until you start tracking and really look mm-hmm. at them kind of holistically, you don't know. You know, one of them that we thought was funny that we found an interesting experience was um, we didn't know that our facilities folks had changed the air fresheners in the restroom. Hmm. You know, because they're not going to report that into right. the communications office. Uh-huh. Um, but suddenly we started getting tons and tons <laughs> of social media feedback about mm-hmm. how great our restrooms smell like pine trees. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so we were able to share that with him and then said, you know, whatever you guys are doing, it's working. So, mm-hmm. but, you know, don't change the don't change the smell in the restrooms. Stay, <laughs> stick with the pine trees. Now you're <laughs> stuck with it forever. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But we wouldn't have ever known that. I mean, even... You know, it's interesting the things people notice. They notice when we got new soap dispensers. They've noticed. But we're able to learn from that, too, and go, gosh, mm-hmm. people like these little things that, that most of us wouldn't even realize right. um, mm-hmm. are important. But someone out there is able to notice and comment on them, and we appreciate mm-hmm. that. Right. And, you know, whether it's a good or bad, you do want to, to kind of look at those. Maybe they said, you know, hey, they got new soap dispensers, and they don't work. Well, then you have to check that out, um, you know, exactly. and, and of course, I always like all the automatic things because they never see me. I can't get the paper <laughs> towels to come out. I can't get any of those things to happen. I'm like, oh, I'm just you invisible. And the person next to me has to, you know, get my paper towels for me or, or whatever. And, you know, but it's, it's just kind of one of those funny things that I notice when it works. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. um, so, but yeah, and even if it's just that somebody posts and says, "Hey, you know, I had to spend the night, and there was, and the chair was pretty comfortable," mm-hmm. you know, saying, "Hey, thanks," that goes so far for that person, um, you know, and 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 I think that's kind of the key that really businesses need to keep track of is you need to respond, um, you know, which gets tricky, especially if there's lots and lots and lots, but. Just clicking like or, you know, some things like that, that, sh- that acknowledges that you saw them and that you saw that comment. Oh, and we do. I mean, we, we are able to find out when we have stalls that are out of toilet paper quicker mm-hmm. and dispatch <laughs> crews to go fill mm-hmm. in. I mean, it, it's a huge tool for us right. to be that much more prompt. You know, maybe mm-hmm. our, our crews weren't going to come through for an extra hour. Great. Mm-hmm. We just found out. So we were able to put new toilet paper mm-hmm. in that much quicker. If you're paying attention, and it's perfect. It really is. Well, and I think that's the thing that people really need to take away from this hour is the fact that people are posting on social media about you. You know, and, and again, it doesn't matter if you're DIA or, you know, you're the little coffee shop around the corner. They're posting about you. And you need to be part of that conversation. Um, you know, so many businesses tell me, well, I don't have time. I don't know what I'm doing. They might say something bad. And so then they ignore it. And that conversation is going on without them. Um, and it's very important to be part of that conversation. And, and you learn by doing. You know, I've made mistakes along the way, um, mm-hmm. but we get better and better at it. And I think that that's what it takes is really just, you know, dipping your toes in and mm-hmm. starting to play with it and really learn what works for you in your particular business. Cool. Well, we're almost at the top of the hour, and I just have to ask at DIA, what is the coolest thing that has happened your entire time there? What What is the thing that you have just thought, oh, wow. And, you know, whether it's something really little or something really big, what really has been the one thing that you have thought is just, this is, is so nifty? Oh, wow. That's interesting. You know, I, I would say, well, <laughs> there's probably um, so many. What we're building, oh, there, there is, but I would say the one thing that, and it's not quite there yet, but I just can't even tell you the excitement of this hotel and transit center that Mm -hmm. we are building right now. Um, You know, DIA, the top 15 hotels in the world, or the top 15 airports in the world, 10 Mm -hmm. of those do have hotels. And just to know that we're going to be among that, because Mm -hmm. we are a little bit far out from the city. And so this is just such a great amenity we can offer our passengers. But just to have that, to be more vibrant, um, more relevant on the global scale as a major airport, and then to be able to to know that just in a couple of years we're going to be connected to downtown mm-hmm. with a commuter rail line is so exciting. We're just watching it unfold, and I, I take tours. I mean, they're building just a floor of the hotel every couple of weeks, and mm-hmm. I take these regular tours, and seeing it come together from the ground up has been so exceptional. And just knowing, you know, our 20-year anniversary is happening next year. Oh, we're going to open already? a hotel. It's going to be an amazing year. 
Yeah. You know, and, and of course, I still remember when Stapleton closed and everybody threw a fit, you know, that, oh, it was, you know, they, they're going to have to go to Kansas for the airport, you know, because it seems so far out. And, and I remember the news stories about when they were, you know, just shuttling the seats and all of those various things out there. And, and, you know, it was, it was just cool to watch how they transitioned from one airport to another. And it's hard to believe that that was 20 years ago. Isn't it? I know. It's, it's gone very fast. I mean, I remember when it opened myself being here. But, um, you know, now just to see it transform. I mean, we've got this great airport, but now we're just adding to it with, with these, you know, new amenities that we're going to mm-hmm. offer. And it's just going to be incredible. And then I think, you know, down the road, you've seen the concessions transform. We're getting better mm-hmm. restaurants and better right. shops and things mm-hmm. that just people enjoy and to see Mm -hmm. people happy and being able to get what they want and be able to enjoy their time in an airport and relieve some of the stress of travel Mm -hmm. is pretty amazing. Right. You know, and and because travel can be very stressful, you know, whether it's that you had to stand in line too long or, you know, all sorts of things. And so knowing that I can go and have a nice restaurant or, gee, I forgot to shop for somebody and so I need to go buy a present, you know, and it's not going to be, you know, one of those ticky tacky things. That, I think, really makes it very cool that you've got all of those those extra things out there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 it is. It's just, it's going to be fun. I mean, it's going to be fun in the future. Airports are changing. They're not like what they used to be. Right. You know, for anyone that travels in Europe or, you notice know, kind of, especially some of the Asian airports now, they're just doing things different. They're doing things mm-hmm. better. And we're paying attention to that and really wanting to change with that, too, and do better. And so... I think people are going to see airports being a much more comfortable, enjoyable, functional place than they have been in the past. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, Stacy, we are at the top of the hour, and I'm sure that you have other things that you need to be going to, um, you know, because after all, Denver is a very, very busy airport. Um, so, again, tell people how they find uh, DIA on social media. Um, so, on Twitter, we're at Den Airport, D E N Airport. Um, search Denver International Airport on Facebook, same thing on Pinterest, and we're excited. We, we want to interact with people. We love your feedback, and I just want to thank you, Deb. This was a great hour. It went by quickly. I know. It's amazing how fast the time goes. Thank you so much for being my guest, and hopefully I will be back in Denver before too long and, of course, flying through DIA, and we will have a cup of coffee. Okay, that's great. Thank great. you. Everyone, have a great day, and I look forward to chatting with you next week. Thank you for being a friend. Travel down a road and back again. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. I'm not ashamed to say. Yep, here's your problem. You haven't been listening to MileHighRadio.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.